Hey, 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 welcome back. It's been a long time since, you know, since I last recorded. Uh, actually, it hasn't been a long time since I last recorded. But welcome to a new episode. And this one is Dominion for Lust Part 2. So I'm keeping my promise, you know. Um, yeah, and I really procrastinated on this one. I don't know because it was such a big topic to handle that I didn't want to say anything wrong. I didn't want to get out of topic. I wanted to preach out of the Bible. I wanted to preach what was what was real, what was right, you know. So I want to. This episode is going to be amazing. I listened to my to my I listened to my body segment and to my ending segment. You know, I have three segments. But the intro, body, and the ending—it's uh, all gonna be amazing. I'm—I I'm, listen to it. And I'm like, wow, this is so good, and I hope you're gonna enjoy it. And uh, I want you all—I want y'all to listen because this—this—this this, this applies to everyone. What I'm going to be, what I'm going to be discussing in this episode—it applies to everyone. It applies to every Christian. You know, it applies to every sin it applies and so I, w- I want you to listen I want you to like whoa it's deep it's big you know and uh, and really in uh, I told you last time that I had been writing songs and uh, yeah I'm still you know I had been procrastinating on that the past few week or two weeks the past two weeks I had been procrastinating on that but I've been writing my journal and, uh, you know, and also there's this song that has been on my mind. I, it, it's like, it, it won't get out of my mind. There's this song that has been on my mind. It's called Highland Song of Ascent. There we go. And I, and I like, I really like the chorus. So he says, okay, it goes like this. I will praise you on the mountains. I will praise you and the mountains in my way. You're the summit where my feet are. I will praise you in the valleys all the same. No less God within the shadows. No less faithful when the night leads me astray. You're the heaven where my heart is. In the highlands and the heartache all the same. So that's just the chorus of the song. And it's so beautiful that it's changing my life, you know. It's really, really changing my life. And I want to tell you what I've been up to, you know. I have been, uh, uh, you know, listening to this song. And uh, I've been rediscovering God. I had been, you know doubting God's greatness and doubting God's love you know I don't know how I got into the into feeling so empty but I guess it was because I read a book because I read a book and I felt convicted by the spirit that I shouldn't read it without having verification from the bible but then you know I read I read it anyway so yeah that that shows where obedience to the spirit how how important it is you know and also and also, I want to tell you about the upcoming episodes, you know. I wrote it in my notes, you know. And I want to read that to you so as to let you know of what's coming up next. And, uh, 
Let me just let it load. So these are just brainstorming ideas. I know that these are going to be episodes, but the titles are not so much all going to make them to make to make it in the in the publishing. So there's going to be an episode about identity. The brainstorming title is Identity. Who am I? And the and another episode is going to be how to read your Bible. What is the word of God anyway? Another one is encouragement on finding fulfillment in Christ. There's going to be one of those shorts that I that I said the short episodes. And there's also going to be how to pray episode. And another episode that's going to be titled Why God Why. It's asking God why do you let this happen? Why? It's like asking God why. And then there's this other one, which is still a child. And you know, I, I bet I bet you can guess from the from the from the titles that I've given you what these are going to be about. You know, and I really think the I'm really being I by the help of God I'm trying to be sensitive to whatever it is that God says, whatever episode idea that he gives me like when, the, when it's not i'm being sensitive to the spirit i'm not like oh no that's just brainstorming it's just out of my mind no i know when the spirit speaks and like that could make a great episode and i and i take it down because i want to be sensitive to the spirit and if i don't feel any resistance against it in in my conscience and the spirit bears witness with me in my conscience so i go ahead with it you know and uh yeah, I, I think you're gonna love this episode. You're gonna love it, guys. I I the it's been a it's been amazing making it. When I got out yesterday and fi- and finished record and finished recording the body and the ending, when I finished, I was so encouraged. I was so empowered, <laughs> which is the point of this podcast: to empower teenagers. It's to empower teenagers and not just teenagers. And if you're not keep on listening you know it's it's very helpful for all christians are you ready for this i'm ready for this <laughs> um i i've been like in the past day i know i had been procrastinating but but from yesterday when i recorded the f- the first segment the intro and today i've written a lot so i'm like journal's full so I'm, I'm gonna be preaching like out of the whole bible or something like that but this is like life-changing for the whole christian life and we're not just talking about we're not just talking about lust as in a sexual desire we're talking about lust as in our bodily desires to sin so do listen in because this is gonna be a big one. This is a big one, and I, and and it, and it had been so obvious, you know. I'd been looking for inspiration yesterday. I was just reading through the, through all this stuff, and I was like, oh, no inspiration. But today, in the morning, when I woke up, it was like God was speaking that to me and showing points to me, and like how he, like how he always does, how he reveals stuff. Sometimes he just starts to explain to you in your mind, you know this stuff and he started explaining to me in the morning and so I wanted and so now here I am here I am and so you better get ready for this one because it's gonna be it's gonna be big 
That, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's going to be big. So let's go. So the first part, the first point is lust in today's world. So before we go any further, I just want to clarify and say that lust, when I'm talking about lust in this episode, because I want to generalize this, man, I'm talking about lust in this episode. I want to generalize this when I'm talking. So when I'm talking about lust in this episode, I'm talking about, I'm talking about our fleshy desires. I'm talking about sin. I'm talking, I'm talking about, uh, I'm the word lust in the Bible is used to refer to sin, to refer to to refer to desires, strong desires, to, to strong desires, you know. And so now I'm going to be talking about that. So I'm still in the first point, which is lust in today's. So Jesus warned us and uh, all throughout the Bible, we're being warned that we're being warned that these are evil days. We're being warned that these are evil days. These are the last days, and and in the Bible we can see we can see parts parts where God speaking through people and through people, you know, God speaking through people is saying that in that in the last days it shall be like this and like this and like this. So in our in today's world, in today's society, where sin is like normal. It is normal. It is abounded. It's like Sodom and Gomorrah. It's like, it's like in the days of Noah, you know, people were sinning. They were living their lives. They're living their lives as normal. And so now, and so now I want us in this first point, I want you to get that we are not of the world. These are evil days and we have to be equipped we have to be ready. We have to know that. We have to know and recognize that not everything in the world is okay. Not everything that people do is okay. Not everything that even Christians do is okay. So what I want you to do, especially in this episode, I want you, because I filled this with so much of the Word of God, but I want you to verify it for yourself. I don't just want you to take, I don't just want you to take my word for it. I want you to verify it for yourself because it's dangerous to take someone's word for it, however however trustworthy they may seem. They they may have good they may have good intentions, but it's dangerous to take someone's word for it because because it can lead you astray. It can you know you can be you can start believing a new false doctrine. So not everything is in the world is okay, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna read to you. I'm going to read to you out of 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. And uh, hold on while I get to it. Okay, chapter 10. So this is what 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 says. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk, walk according to the flesh. So that means, so in other words, for though we walk in the world, we do not walk according to the world. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk according to the flesh. According to the flesh's desire, we do not walk according to it. We do not walk according to the flesh or the pattern of the world or the desires of our flesh, which are against the spirit, which now we're jumping as we're going in. We're going into the next point, which is, let me see what it says. The next point is a battle with sin. And so from the beginning, God gave us a free will. 
And at the beginning of this year, my friend was arguing with me about that, about whether we actually have a free will. He was like, he was arguing for determinism and he was against, he was against the idea, the idea of free will. And so in that, in the, in that, in that moment, I myself, you know, I got, I was affected too. I was, I was affected. I was affected. So in the beginning, we see Adam and Eve, God has given them the right to exercise their, to exercise their free will. And um, we see that from the moment that they sinned against God, they were kicked out of the garden. They were kicked out of the garden and, and it escalated down from there. It went downhill from there and man became more and more evil and sin abounded in mankind more and more and and so from that point onward men wasn't living from whatever words came out of god because adam and eve when they were in the garden god gave them instructions gave them commands so they lived by the word of god which brings me to the point of jesus and to the point of jesus who says that man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of their god so so yeah, so yeah, so so obviously we're we're battling with sin, and that is every day we're battling. The Bible tells us to offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. To offer our bodies to. So now, when we were saved, our spirits were saved, but our souls were not saved, and our but our souls were not. We're not saved because we still had the old mindset. The we still thought the same. There wasn't much difference in our flesh or, or in our or in our thinking. The thinking begins when we begin to you know, willingly when we begin to willingly give up to give up our old ways of thinking. So there are two ways. There's good and evil. There are two choices: good and evil. Life. Or death. There is no in between. So God now has set us free because before we could do nothing but choose death. Because even if we tried to choose life, we still failed and we chose death. And now God has given us now the will to choose life. In the in Deuteronomy, He says that choose life. Now I don't want to. I don't want to get out of my point uh, i don't want to get out of my points because i've got so many points and i want to stick to a certain time period because i don't want this episode to be too long you know so here so here so here it goes so we're battling with sin and we're and we're battling and the battle is in our minds where satan is trying to where satan is trying to have us choose evil to have us choose that which is bad and now we're battling with it every day, which is why we're called to give our bodies as a living sacrifice. Now, I've got a lot of verses here and a lot of points. And now my next point is dominion over sin. So I remember in the last episode, I told you guys, I said that in the last episode, I said that that God told Cain that sin is crouching at your door, but you must master it. And so God was speaking to me, and especially in the last day, today and yesterday, he's been speaking to me about this. It's, it's about, 
it's about you know dominion over sin it's about dominion over sin so let's get to the next point so how do we have dominion over sin and i'm going to read to you out of my points okay i'm going to read to you out of my points so it can seem like sin is so has so abounded in our world and uh, and like it's in, and it can seem like it can seem like it's impossible to ever get away from sin and sure we're going to make mistakes along the way we're going to make mistakes as we grow as we progress that's what grace has done it has set us free so that so that we now instead of sinning so that we can work out our salvation with trembling and fear to work out our salvation that that doesn't mean to try to please god or to try to earn our salvation because we can't earn it so let me read my points because i'm getting outside of the top one of my first point is that we want our minds to be governed by the spirit and i'm going to be reading to you out of romans 8 chapter 6 let's go romans 8 chapter 6 and so romans 8 chapter 6 says for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and is life and peace. So through through Romans chapter eight, Paul is talking about, you know, he's talking about the law. He's talking when I think of the letters of Paul, I think him talking about the law and him talking about grace. <laughs> That's what I think. But really these are keys to our Christian life. The Bible is our manual for our Christian life. So we want our we want our, we want our minds to be governed by the Spirit. And if our minds are governed by whatever are governed by our souls, and if our minds are governed by our souls, whatever wind of emotion or whatever wind of thought can direct how we are. It can direct how we feel. It can direct how we do things, whatever wind may blow, a certain thought can can influence and impact how how we live, you know? So we want our minds to be governed by the Spirit, and if not, it will be governed by the flesh. And the flesh, we said that the flesh lusts against the Spirit. We, I think I read that. The flesh lusts against the Spirit in Galatians 5. So I told you that it is possible because the Bible says that with with men, with men something, but with God everything is possible. In Romans 8 still, chapter 1, I mean verse 1, says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according, but according to the Spirit. So there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So Paul is continuing and he's saying that who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit, who, in other words, it would be saying to who have offered up, you know, their will and our will offered up their will to the Holy Spirit, who is now their helper, who is now our, our helper, who have offered up their will. So now back to Galatians 5, 24, 24 and 25 and Galatians 4, 24. 24 and 25. So here it is. I mean chapter 5, 24 and 25, which says, And those who and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. 
if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. And so now we have crucified our flesh and desires. He's, he doesn't say they will crucify their flesh and desires. It's like saying that it is who I am now. It's my new identity. I have crucified my flesh. I no longer belong to sin. I'm, I'm now dead to sin. I'm dead to all that. I'm dead to all that. If we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. So what I get there is that let, let us walk in the spirit. We In Romans 8, it, it talks about walking according to the spirit. And how do we do that? It's walking. It's by walking in, in obedience to whatever the spirit leads us to. Okay. Okay. Let's go. So one point that I want to make is that we have the power to say no. The devil, we have the power to fight back. We have the power. I mean, Ephesians chapter 6, starting from the 13th verse, says that, Therefore, take up your whole armor, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil days, and having done all to stand. We have the power to say no to Satan. I mean, we saw Jesus being tempted. Here he is. He opens up his mouth. And he's saying, not my will. We see him being tempted in being tempted by Satan when after he's being baptized. And here he is, he's saying, No. He's saying, Not my will, God's will. He's responding. Whatever is whatever response he gives to Satan, it is saying that I may want something, but God wants this. And so I'm gonna do this. And when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he he was saying that nevertheless, not mine, but your will be done. We see Jesus modeling out this thing that his will be done. We have the power to say, no, we have the sword of the spirit. We have to open up our mouths. We have to, we have to open up our mouths and, and fight back the devil, you know, and stand strong. Let us not fight from a weak point, but standing strong, fighting, standing strong, resisting, standing strong, you know, praying, reading the Bible, being renewed, being obedient to the spirit. We can win this. We can win this. We can win the battle with sin, and uh, we have the sword of the we have the sword of the spirit to fight, and that is the word of God. We all know that we have prayer. We have the armor of the spirit. We have the shield of faith. We have all these. God has equipped us with what we need to win the battle. But so many of us, including myself, a lot of the times we do not use our armor. So we need to put on our armor. Paul tells us to, to put it on. In other words, you know, since it's in the Bible, God is telling us to put on our armor, to put on our armor and to fight whenever it is that the enemy strikes. So I've made a point that these are evil days. I've also made the point. I've also made the point that for that the first point, if we want to have dominion over sin, we're going to have to have our minds governed by the spirit. And we're going to have to crucify our fleshly passions. And I've also made the point that with God, everything is possible. So now I want to go to another point in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, 5, 6, which says that for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and everything that lifts itself up against the no against the knowledge of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when 
your obedience is fulfilled. For though we walk in the flesh, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk according to the flesh. Now I've already read to you the ver the verse the verse three. I read four, five, six, and verse three. And verse three. And verse three. So I wanna highlight a point and said that and say that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, so we cannot do it by our free will alone, by by willpower alone. We cannot do it. We cannot do it by doing something. What the only thing that we the only way that we can do it, that we can fight and win in the war is by using our weapons, you know, and being obedient to God and sacrificing our will and our desires for evil. It's not sacrificing our free will. It's sacrificing our desire for evil. It's willingly sacrificing our desire for sinning. And so now it says we bring down every lofty thought. So the battle is in our minds. That is another point. The battle is in our minds. So we're going to have to decide. Since the battle is in our minds, we're going to have to decide to. We're going to have to decide that whenever a thought that arises, not every thought that comes in our minds. We don't have to think every thought that comes in our minds. We don't, not every thought that, is, that rises up in our minds are our own thoughts. So we can fight back. And we can push back. So another point I want to make is that we have to punish all disobedience. Say our obedience is fulfilled. That is sacrificing our disobedience. Giving that away. So I want to say that the objective of any sin is to bind us in slavery. And in binding us in slavery ultimately lead us to death for the for this thing of death is sin yeah i think that yeah for the sting of death is sin for the sting of death is sin so the objective of every sin and of every disobedience and of every thought that rises up every thought that rises up in our minds can become an action or a certain way we feel or a certain attitude and it can influence our lives so we have to be careful what we think and decide that i'm going to think paul tells us to think about whatever that is good whatever that is lovely whatever that is uh, i don't know i'm out i'm out of i'm out of the words because i i don't have the i don't have the first right now but jesus says in john 10:10 10, 10 that jesus says in john 10:10 10, 10 that the thief comes but to steal to kill okay so i'm going to change it and to help you understand the thief comes out to steal the the sheep, to kill the sheep, and to destroy the sheep. But I came so that they, the sheep, may might have life and have it more abundantly. And Jesus says in John chapter eight, in John chapter eight, where he starts and he says, in John chapter eight, in John chapter eight, he says, "If you abide in my words, you're truly my disciples indeed." And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If this, and verse 36 says that if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. So another point is that if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. So Christ has set us free so that we should be free indeed. And we should abide in His word. And in abiding in His word, then we're truly His disciples. And we shall know the truth. And in knowing that truth and in that truth shall transform us. And I want to read to you one last point because I can't squeeze all this in this episode because, you know, the time, because of the, because of the time, 
I'm so I think I'm going to do a part three. So Romans chapter thirteen verse verse thirteen says that by but put on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no provisions for the flesh to fulfill its lusts, its desires. So I hope you got something out of this. That, that's it for now. So I want to say to you that I hope that encouraged you. I hope that filled you. I hope that you got something out of that. And I know that God is speaking to you. And I want, and I want to just encourage you to stay in the Word of God. Be transformed by it. And I made a very, a very good point that don't just take my word for it. Verify it for yourself in the Word. And I want. And there's going to be a part two. A part three, part three. There's going to be a part three of Dominion for Lust. So stay tuned for that. I wanted to get it done and over with, but I guess the Lord, I guess it's just too much, too much to talk about in two episodes, you know. So in ending, I want to say, I want to, I want to, if anyone is listening and is looking for something that might fail and uh, you're thinking, you're looking into this whole Christianity thinking, this whole Christianity thing and thinking, and thinking, is is that for real? Is this for real? Does God really love me? And is all this really true? I want to tell you that it is true. And I hope that, and I pray that God speaks to you through that. And if you're already a Christian, I want to say, continue dwelling in the word of God but for those that are listening it, that by now you must realize that you need Jesus so I want to give you a chance and I wrote something down you know I wrote the whole I wrote the prayer down I wrote the prayer down which I think it, it's really inspired by the spirit and I don't want to take up too much time but here it, here it is here, here's a prayer and I want you to pray after me Christian or or future Christian to pray after me say Jesus I need you I need you more than anything else I've searched and nothing else fills me I had been drinking waters that made me thirst again now God forgive me I sinned against you. I need you. Wash me with your blood. Cover me with your love. As from today, I die to sin. I die to my flesh. I'm alive in you, Jesus. And I boldly confess that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 And if you need pray, if you need prayer, and if you just need somebody to talk to about the Christian life, about anything that you might be struggling with, anything, please do, please do reach out to me. You can email me at d o d d e o d three two seven five three at gmail dot com. It's d e o d three two seven five three at gmail dot com. And you can follow me on Instagram. It's D-E-O dot K-A-B-U-N-D-A dot 90. 
you can follow me on Instagram or you can message me on Instagram and uh, feel free to message or reach out or reach out to me anytime and we'll stand together and uh, I'll stand with you and along with God you know we are a church we're one body different members one God one Savior Jesus see you next time